I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Let's do this. So... Hi. Hey, we're back. We're back. Sorry about last week. Uh, I was, yeah, I was drowning in toilet paper, having like extremely hungover was the context. Brooke and um, lover of her brother, Alex Seeley, and I just debriefed their night at the Tony's party. And uh, I almost threw up in an Uber. Um, but you didn't. A hometown first. You had the stumbles, <laughs> but you didn't fall. I All get too drunk and I lose my center of gravity yeah. and and i give off the impression that i'm drunker than i am um my my birthday was good and then i had a really tough week um you know what it's funny that i realized well <laughs> i'm coming to realize the past like i don't know i, I forget when i received these texts mm-hmm. but it's almost as if i've been dating someone for Almost five months now. Who you've literally never met. Who I've literally never met. He really won't give up. Um, Do you guys remember Catfish? catfish Maybe Ryan. Maybe. Maybe Maybe Ryan Ryan. continues to text me. Maybe Ryan is real. Just like a, hey. Like, he just like will always. It's really wild. And he'll be like, what are you doing right now? And this, this he is, told you that he missed your voice last, right? Well, I like didn't respond until the next morning because I was like, I don't know why I keep engaging, but because it's fascinating. It's fascinating. But he was like, oh, I didn't get to talk to you on the phone, and I was like, oh, why would you have what done? That? And he's like, oh, well, I miss your voice, and I was like, you haven't talked to me since Feb, like end of January, and you guys haven't even met. Never have we ever met. You literally just spoke on the phone once, like two two times, <laughs> and Jesus. he's like continues he's like how's auditioning going oh you're teaching are you really are dating him (laughs) yeah I was like I he's like what are you doing I was like I'm busy and he's like what and I was like I'm preparing for something and he like texted me the next day to ask me how it went and I was like I didn't respond to that I was just like I have there's part of me that's like at one time when it's like someone's birth, like some event where like I know I'm gonna be with a group of people to be like listen you should just be like I'm gonna want to meet me you can come here and that's it for like three One hours. Shot. Otherwise, stop texting. Please me. <laughs> leave me alone. I to- I had told him when I got back from Israel. I was like, listen, I am uninterested in uh-huh. dating you. Uh huh. Um, and he left me alone for a little bit. And then one holiday, he reappeared. And then he continued. He came back on Passover. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, it's just, it's very funny to me because I'm like, you. It's been a long, many, almost. It's been many months. Mm-hmm. I just it gives me the giggles well it's very funny <laughs> I just want to know who he is and what his, his deal is I know I desperately want to as well do you think he just does this with a bunch of girls and he just has like girlfriends he's never met all over the city I hope not I mean what a sad life what a sad I just am so curious that's so unsatisfying maybe it works for him he's just maybe like, he's agoraphobic Maybe he's agoraphobic. I don't know. You could go there, though. Creepy. No, don't. To his that. house? Uh-huh. That sounds like a murder and yeah, a half. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like not just one Several murder. Several murders, like probably. Like 1.5 murders. Because yeah. maybe I would get, like, a slice in. I was just going to say you'd <laughs> fight back, and you'd almost, you know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know anything. I Yeah. Anyway. About murder? <laughs> no, I know plenty about murder. Yeah, Let me, me tell too. you something about murder, Bridget. Oh, you tell me. 
it's hard to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Depends how you do it. Come on. <laughs> well, clean up emotionally. That's true. <laughs> Emotional cleanup on aisle me. <laughs> Today we had a railroad. So one of my coworkers um, at Flywheel always she comes in from queens but she takes the train like the path or whatever Mm -hmm. and she always is like yeah on the railroad and i'm like (laughs) the railroad it like real i'm just like what are you doing so today it was a we had a very frustrating day but i was like oh one ticket to front frustration station all aboard the railroad and we came up with stations real good frustration station validation station Mm. um Misfunction Junction. Misfunction <laughs> Junction. Underappreciation Station. Oh, that's a good one, too. Um, yeah. Wow. Oh, because that's a good one, to Station Rhymes is a lot, a lot of, of good things. ones. Wow, yeah. that's nice. I like that they're, yeah, all named Station, you know, yeah, every stop. There were, like, four. There was one more that I can't remember, um, but, yeah, I really like this idea of the, like, uh, <laughs> anxiety railroad. Yeah, it's really good. It's really good. Pelvic examination station. <laughs> Things that give me anxiety. Add them to the list. I could go on, honestly. A station is just ripe for rhyming. It's ripe for you, rhyming. You uh, settled on something good there. Thank you so much. So I don't know if you saw this, but there's an article um, in New York Mag and in Vulture that is called What Would Sex in the City Look Like in 2018? The show writers plot out six episodes. Did you see this? I ha- I saw the headline. I did not read it. Well, yet. I tweeted about it because it's amazing. And then the author of the article retweeted us. And I was like, fuck yes. Um, um, I'm going to read two favorites. Um, okay, here's a great one. Me three. Miranda arrives late to brunch because one of her favorite male colleagues was just fired following Me Too ash- hashtag Me Too accusations. She's conflicted because, despite her feminist convictions, she loved this guy and isn't sure the accusations warranted his dismissal. Samantha says that she, too, is being sued by a former assistant for sexual harassment, which she doesn't feel is warranted. Carrie, Charlotte, and Miranda share their hashtag Me Too story- stories, and Miranda is particularly horrified to recall several experiences she had as a teenager, the same age her son Brady is now. Whoa. Miranda reconsiders how she's raising her own son, when he tells her he's taking a girl on a date, she insists on a sit-down with the two of them, during which she goes embarrassingly overboard and scares them out of their date. Carrie Hale, I can't help but wonder, how do we go from hashtag me too to no one ever? That's a great article. I want this show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I mean, I'm really glad it is what it is, but these are such well-translated to like, it's like exactly ploppability, you know? Oh my God. I can't believe I haven't told you about this crazy dinner. I had, this is relevant. I figured. Um, so Celie and I on Sunday, um, went to Rosie's, um, Yum. and yeah, for tacos. Mm. Um, and this couple next to us were just like, bullage. Yikes. Like, 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 have they come in belligerent or did they get belligerent while you were there? Well, I saw him, like, hand her a baggie of cocaine or oh, what shit. looked. So like, they he were... definitely handed her something. She was, like, stumbling. It was also, like, 5.30 p.m. Jeez, he was, on a like, Sunday. Yeah, his eyes were, like, half-masked the whole time. Yikes. He was, like, kind of creepy. But then we're sitting there and he goes to the bathroom and then there's a man sitting at the, ta- the two top, like, behind us. And she's, like, come Come here. Come here. Come sit. To the dude? Come sit with me. Join join me. Oh. Like, she talked like this. So, she was like, we ordered, like, too much food. And I, Celia and I had this agreement where we would, like, stop talking to try and listen. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, And so, she invited him to join her at the table and, like, help them finish their margaritas and this enchiladas. And then his partner. Was he alone? No. His partner was oh. in the bathroom. And then his, his husband comes and sits and is kind of like. What What's happening? And then Celie recognizes the couple, the gay couple from Chicago. What? And they're talking, the four of them. And it's like, I, I, me and one of them had made eye contact because we were just like, this is crazy. And one of the Celie's guys. And Celie's like, I'm so sorry. And then they all remembered each other because they had like signed up with Celie at his gym in Chicago. Oh, my God. So then Did he remember that that's what it was or he just was like, I know them from, from yes. home? That's so weird. And then they, we, all the four of us start talking and sort of not talking. And then they finally leave because this guy is like, not okay. And he, luckily he lives around the corner. He like can't really form sentences. It was 
It was Yikes. crazy. And Especially she, out of context in a restaurant at 5 p.m. on a Sunday. Oh, so we stayed and talked to this gay couple. Because you were like, like, fill us in. But just in uh, and then, so they're from London. Oh, fun. They live in Chicago. Now they live in New York. One of them doesn't love New York. So we bonded. Wow. And then something came up about sex in the city. Oh, my God. Of course. And how, like, it's a rep, like, how in London it is, like, such a representation of, like, New York and how it's yes. sort of wiped all other American cities off, like, the radar in a way because it's, oh, like, interesting. it has built New York up to be, like, this thing. Not just that it's the characterization of New York, but that it also just, like, made America. New York loom so large. So, like, Chicago feels so small, which, you know, I right. have my thoughts. Right. But. Depends who you're asking. Yeah. Depends who you're asking. But, um. It was just like, so we ended up talking about Sex in the City for like, so, cause he, and he was like, oh, I'm actually just rewatching it. I'm about in season four. <gasps> Do they want to be we on? We exchanged numbers. <laughs> Hell yeah. So Look out for a guest, guys. Hopefully yeah, I'll reach out again and be like, do you want to be on this podcast? We can hear the other side of this story. <laughs> it was, so yeah, so it, it, we ended up talking to them for like two hours, three hours. What a surreal, like New and York we were, moment. It was such a New York City moment. It was amazing. And I was so excited. It was crazy. Wow. It was so, so silly. Well, thank you for sharing that. Yeah. Sex in the City is everywhere. There was an amazing, I walked into work on Monday, uh, last Monday, and my boss had left the like full spread from the New York Times about the 20th anniversary on my desk, which I was like, A, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I'm so glad you and everyone in our lives yeah, sends us Sex in the City content We're just like so much a part of the zeitgeist. <laughs> so much. <laughs> good timing. Good timing. Um. Hi, Bridget. Hi, Brooke. Hey, Hi, everybody. <laughs> I wanted to try it. How'd it she go? She bit each of those <laughs> words out like, like she was going to do it. It was so funny to watch. I had I, no idea what was coming. <laughs> it was, let's do it. Hi, Brooke. Hi, Bridget. Hey, hey y'all. <laughs> Welcome to Splat the Podcast. <laughs> With me, Brooke. And me, Bridget. Talk about sex, sex in the, the city. city. <laughs> Ten years younger. And 20 years later. You guys are so patient. <laughs> <laughs> That's what happens when we take a week off. It's just all gone out of my brain forever. Forever. It's no long-term forever. memories in this whole brain. Except for really inconvenient ones about like a time I embarrassed myself in second grade that I'll think about for the rest of my life, you know? I pooped my pants in the first grade. Shit. Literally. <laughs> um thanks everybody also for sending us shrek stuff oh it really makes me happy um there was lily reinhardt do you follow her i was gonna say floats my boat but then i stopped myself because i could already hear that i was going to mistakenly say floats my goat and that's why i said i prefer that let's get floats my hashtag floats my goat floats my goat get it trending so lily she like posted this um instagram story of a tweet that was that's seriously your favorite movie new new person shrek was really revolutionary for its time <laughs> and this person responded to lily going holy shit finally someone gives shrek the recognition it deserves best movies ever <laughs> shrek is the nicest and kind ogre and the best husband father and friend he kind of reminds me of my grandpa i love it <laughs> and lily just comments i wasn't expecting such a heartfelt reply but nevertheless i was just nevertheless like, shrek persisted nevertheless shrek persisted <laughs> <laughs> there was someone thank you there was um there was a tweet the other day someone did that was like shrek came out to 17 years ago today wow the years really do start coming and don't stop coming it's <laughs> like that's it I, that's it shrek is gonna be how i mark time did passing i tell you forever. that when i was in portland we were at a brewery and um that's a portland phrase yep <laughs> just end it there and <laughs> end of episode um Either I'm a believer or a Smash Mouth came. I think I'm a believer. Like came on the radio and we were Incredible. like, <gasps> it's everywhere. Every song you think. Maybe you I should hear? put an acoustic version of I'm a believer in every single yoga playlist. That's like it's it's every every shavasana is actually just like a very warped piano version of I'm a believer and I'm like doing what they do in Zoolander. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. And so eventually I'm just creating, I think you're on to something here. Creating an army. They shouldn't let me teach yoga Shrek classes. yoga? Yeah, they should. Are you kidding me? Shrek. It's what we need. <laughs> Bring out your inner ogre. Your inner yoga. <laughs> Sometimes it feels like a swamp in those rooms. True. Sometimes my back sweat makes me feel... Speaking of... 
It is. Oh, it's summer. <laughs> awful outside. It's all of a sudden. I do not mind heat. No, on Friday or Saturday, Saturday. Yes, when it, it was, was when you're in the park and it was perfect. It was like hot, but it was not humid. No, and it was just gorgeous. And then it's like it's the kind of thing where you walk outside and your lungs are suddenly full of liquid. Mm. And in the city, it's like there's definitely. Yeah, I it's like garbage it. humid. Garbage. Pee. Garbage humidity. Yeah. Oh my God. Pee humidity. My AC is broken, which actually hasn't been so bad. I think I might cave and get one. I have a whole like fi- weird fire escape situation, but I'm like, I keep a fan in there anyway. And if I'm going to do that, I want to be able to sleep. I keep waking up even in just a sheet and like full sweat. Gross. Yeah. I have like, um, they're just like need to replace parts. I have like a fan. Mm-hmm. That's, there was a dead. You have that. That fan is crazy. That fan is crazy. <laughs> that fan. Our fans are crazy, man. <laughs> crazy fan. We out here fan. <laughs> there, a fan base. There was a dead bird on the patio. <laughs> I like out of context you just laughing through. <laughs> For like days. Sexy. And the feather got popped up because I was like, this bird is cooking out there. Holy shit. But it's gone today, thank God. Good. Was um, it in your little area or not? No, no, no. It was out there because there were a couple of times where I was like, maybe I should go outside and read my book. And then I was like, maybe I should like not go near the dead bird. Dead bird. I did get cu- – I'm trying – I do want to go out there more because I want to be a brown. You are a lucky ducky. It's already Because I tan, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got a good tan on, on Saturday. It was a wild splotchy burn for like 35 minutes yeah, and then it was I beautiful. Woke up, it was fine. Yeah. Um, how are you, Bridget? I'm good, I think. <laughs> I Like, I don't know. Yeah, I'm, say it. <laughs> I, like, I'm just I, – I, I'm just – I'm like – things are happening in so many directions at – all at the same time, but I don't know what they are. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, it's the perfect storm. It's like, it's good things, but but my anxiety is just like constantly through the roof in a completely unidentifiable way where at all times I'm just vibrating it like, <laughs> that said, it is like good and exciting. Yeah. I'm just, I, I feel like in like two months, some stuff will have settled in my life and shifted. And at some point I'm just going to like, lay in bed for 48 hours without moving and reset everything mm-hmm. have someone drip water into my mouth occasionally and just I'll like be comatose Thank Ari you. and I will tag team perfect perfect <laughs> um but but it's but I'm good and I do like that it's summer uh-huh me too I like outdoor things I told Brooke I walked in here and my I still I left the office although I, then I was on a subway car which is air conditioned but I'd left the office I don't know maybe 45 minutes before and I still had no feeling in my toes and fingers because <laughs> it runs in my family that when we get really cold we lose circulation and what I was a fun trait super fun thank you jeans um but I uh don't understand why I need to work in an environment that literally makes me lose circulate just because it's hot outside doesn't mean it needs to be the arctic inside just make it livable yeah we're not penguins I learned last year I probably <laughs> I wish we were. <laughs> I learned last year that um, office buildings traditionally climate control based off of a middle-aged man because that's who worked in office buildings for so long. And also they all wear suits, which makes sense. Mm. But it's like, damn. That ain't that's life annoying. no mo. That ain't life no mo. <laughs> no mo. No mo. Um, Yeah. Well, uh, I'm very, that's really exciting. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Sorry to be so weird and vague. I just, cause honestly, I like, don't even know what some of it is. <laughs> Things are just happening. Also, I think I'm going to see Incredibles 2 tomorrow. So I, I am, I find this unbelievable given that like, the I've ex- never been drawn to it. Extent of our, okay. But that's why I'm so excited to show it to you. Cause you will love it. Maybe Brooke has never seen The Incredibles, which our whole relationship is like 90% me not having seen movies or musicals. Um, and it's very, oh, I'm so excited to share The Incredibles with Brooke. Speaking of movie musicals. Of course. Um, it's about should be. T-minus one month until Mama Mia I was Mia just going to say Mama Mia. <laughs> Again, my, our friend from New Zealand. I just have so many questions. Our friend from New Zealand is going to be here. And he and I have this oh my God. weird bond about Mamma Mia. And I don't course, know how or, or when it started. But I was like, are you going to be here on this date? And he was like, yeah, I think so. And I was like, do you um, want to put your cal- put it in your calendar? Put your calendar on Put it. your calendar in. <laughs> We're to going to Mamma Mia. <laughs> that's right. Um, 
really the way that Brooke just like stuck her arms out looked like she was like revving up a motorcycle to take them to Mamma Mia. And yeah, I, was I need a about cool it. rider for Mamma Mia too. That was a, a little Grease Vespa. Two reference. Hey, we're just whew, I love a nailing them back and forth across the court right now. <laughs> a volley. That's it. A rally. A volley. A volley. Both. Both. All of it. Should we talk about this show? <laughs> um, sure. Um, yeah. Do you guys care? <laughs> Do you want to hear about the show? Actually, okay, we should talk about it. We should show. talk about it. We should talk about it. This is actually a fascinating episode. Um, this week in therapy, this um, I tweeted about this. I was. I we was, should have a secondary podcast called This Week in Therapy <laughs> that we record on Wednesday nights after our collective our cumulative therapy. I actually don't hate Dalton that. Dalton can be on it. Dalton. But last week I was, I literally cried for pretty much the whole time. Um, it's a nice release sometimes. Yeah. We'll talk about my anxiety at the end. And <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fun? You've already gotten a dose of mine. We'll get back. Yeah. We're spreading drugs. it out. Um, I was like talking about something. She goes, okay, well, let me just wonder with you. <laughs> and I was like, and I was like, <gasps> No, <laughs> why wonder? Why must we wonder? I can't help but wonder. You've been possessed. I was like, fuck, I'm a Carrie. This episode, weak joke, is called Sex in the Country. Get it? They're not in the city. And the show is called Sex in the City. This is funny. <laughs> <laughs> funny jokes with Brooke and Bridget. That's the next podcast. That's, that's it's, right. just it's just us 45 dad minutes jokes. of dad jokes. You had that funny tweet that was like, hey, you've got an amazing dad. <laughs> oh, yeah. I said, hey, nice dad you got there. <laughs> very funny. Social media has made days like that so funny, you know? Yeah. I inevitably get to halfway through the day and open an Instagram and I'm like, oh, look at these dads. And everybody's is like, this dad is the best, the best dad. dad. Nobody dad can be better the than my dad. He's the, the kookiest man. <laughs> Shout out to our pod dad. Dad, I love you so much. You're the best dad. You are the you are best goofy dad. and kooky. You are funny and strong and I wouldn't be who I am without you, which is true. True. All of that, honestly. Very true. I am such a product of you. It hurts. <laughs> Sometimes my dad actually reminds me a lot of Jerry Gergich from Parks and Rec because yes. this is actually a, uh, <laughs> if you play this episode, these episodes backwards, it's actually an, a podcast about <laughs> Parks and Rec. <laughs> I thought you were going to say something about playing it backwards and I couldn't wait to see what it was, but that makes sense to me. Um, I think just accidentally I have consumed so much Parks and Rec in my life that I just accidentally my, spit out backwards My dad content. looks and acts like Jerry, Larry, Gary Gergich. <laughs> so much so. I just finished it again and I remembered Terry also. <laughs> <laughs> I actually like get really upset when they're mean to Jerry. Oh, because it's your dad. Yeah, that's only other hap- the on- that's only other happened to me. I'm really g- killing it today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The only other time that something like that has happened to me was when I saw Capote for the first time. <gasps> oh, God. Because Alex, uh, especially when Alex was of a heavier size, uh-huh. looked a lot like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Uh-huh. And this Capote is when Philip Seymour Hoffman was so, so, so tiny. I watched it and I cried for 45 minutes and I called my brother and I was just like, I think you're the best actor Aww. I've ever met and he was Aww. like what the fuck is wrong with you and I was like I'm watching Capote he was like what <laughs> oh that wasn't self-evident so if the more I love you the more emphatic and ridiculous my admiration for you becomes so get in line <laughs> it's a good thing to have your emphatic love sex and the country honey Honey, for most New Yorkers, Manhattan is the center of the civilized world. I would say for but a lot for of a Americans. privileged few, Manhattan is merely a place to kill time. Between weekends at their fashionably rustic, New York country homes. TBH, I go to Connecticut often on the weekends. You do. The house you stay in there does not look like the shack. No, 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 no. This is, is like, this is like a, but Aiden I mean, is like super excited because he's refurbished his cabin and he's like, this is it before and this is it after. And Carrie's like, uh, there's no real difference. Oh yeah. Cool. 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 She is very, very not excited. And she is like, I can appreciate it from here. And he says, you won't have to, you're coming up with me next week. And she's like, oh, I am, huh? And then she fully makes up a lie about having to meet with her editor. And then he's like, it's okay. I've already thought about that. It's only 40 minutes away. You can take a train. I, and he's like sort of walking around like 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 he's got a song in his heart. Yeah, yeah, like a little bit of a swagger in the pick your bags, little lady. You're coming to the country with me. He's singing and Miranda's breaks the weird dancey Aidenness. He's like, we don't got to talk about it. You're coming to the country. Which is also like, yeah, I, it's not a conversation. If I were Carrie, I might instinctively lie and try and get over it too. If someone was like, just so you know, you're doing this. We're going. I mean, 
I think I would enjoy it. I'd be very excited about going to the country. And I <laughs> or actually. like going camping. The yeah. more rustic, the better. Yeah. I like my luxury when I have access to it. But like, I'm a, I'm a woods girl also. Are you, where are you from? Oh my God. I cried about trees on Saturday. <laughs> Brooke did. Brooke pulled a, pulled a me, honestly. And we, <laughs> I, so Ari and I were having a conversation <laughs> across the, the blanket. And I kept looking over at Brooke. <laughs> Brooke was doing this thing where she was like smiling so serenely and I, and the way she kept looking at me and then looking away I was like I can't wait to hear what's gonna come out of I her mouth like- I like knew something was just formulating she was not listening to either of us at all and then she just opens her mouth and she was like guys the trees and then she almost cried I just kept, like, look, pro- we were in Prospect, Prospect Park. Prospect Park's the best. And I just kept looking around, and, like, there were so many different kinds of trees. And just, They're like, gorgeous. Because, like, in in the Botanic Garden, they have that, like, section of just, like, natural mm-hmm. whatever. So it's, like, very oaky. Oh, and, and like, we were on the other side of it, so we could see it was, like, foresty. It was, like, foresty, yeah. and, like, we were far enough away where you couldn't hear anything. And I was just, like, we are so close to, like manhattan and like how terrible manhattan can be and like claustrophobic and i was like and then i was like wow how, like about all the oxygen in the in I this air. i was like very verklumped about it and i didn't know how to bring it up without but i so i just kind of went for it and it was perfect it was very well received yes. by my two kind friends i've had those moments many a time i believe truly. um so miranda comes up and oh shit and um aiden's like have you talked to steve lately and miranda's like no, but oh, no, oh, no but like, I have his bills. He needs to like stop adding these as um, emergency, emergency contact. contact. And Aiden's stuff. like, oh, you should probably talk to him. Aiden says, um, he and Jessica broke up. And she says, oh, what? So he wants to talk to me to tell me he's still in love with me and he can't think, stop thinking about me now that she's out of the picture. And, and but Aiden I'm sure. Aiden is like, um, Steve has testicular cancer. Do and, we? and and Miranda goes, oh, so I'm a horrible bitch. <laughs> She's like, nope, I'm terrible. I'm a terrible bitch. <laughs> what were you gonna ask me? I was gonna say, just do, like, do we have a personal experience to lend to this storyline? Yeah. So, um, I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but um, <laughs> my brother uh, had. I, this isn't funny. My brother no. has testicular cancer, yeah. um, and he is in surveillance for the next five years they got it out it was stage one but this is like a very close to home episode it is I mean it when I watched it for the first time I like jaw drop yeah and I'm glad Alex came on to talk about it what was it was it two weeks two weeks yeah he's already mentioned and I think that he'll be on soon um but he can lend much more um well, this episode, Way they don't this, really, sure, we'll get into it a little bit later and I can contribute as much yeah, as well, I can. Yeah, well, it's also interesting because like we see it through the lens of Miranda who's trying to be a supporter, you know, which is what you did too. Yeah. Um. So we now know that bombshell. So the ball has been dropped. Indeed. The one ball <laughs> has dropped. Um. And so speaking of like round things, mm-hmm. Charlotte is in bed like trying to she's like in bridge pose like trying to get trying to ovulate her blood flowing she's despy to get pregnant they've been trying for like she's monitoring her basil her basal temperature isn't that it's basil this this version of a basil read i think it's basil um and she's like, don't have sex with me till Saturday. We need to Because that's when I'm juices. ovulating and I'm, that's why she's monitoring it. And he's like, we can practice now. And she's like, no, practicing makes it worse. And he's like, well, listen, we're going upstate to see mom's f- my flowers and on Saturday. The orchid show. And she's like, well, I thought maybe we could stay elsewhere. And he says, nope. And she says, then I guess we'll just have to um, have sex at your mom's place. And he's like, people have sex in Connecticut. There's a first time for everything. LOL. Have you ever had sex in Connecticut? I was thinking about it. Um... No, I've never been to like the house that I go to with like a lover. Oh, right. Yeah, no. That's like not what I guess you would have had to go for. on. It. Yeah, no, you would have had to go. And on then it. I was thinking about if in like in trip. high school because mm. we went to Yale. Mm-hmm. And then I was thinking about if I've, I've been to Connecticut for other reasons. That's what all the processes were. Makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Um, But I don't I don't think I have. Sorry, Connecticut. Sorry, Connecticut. I'm sure many people enjoy having sex in you. So Miranda goes to meet Steve and she's asking him a lot of like Miranda questions like, you know, have you thought about this? Like, what about your insurance? Have you whatever? The long and short of it is he's kind of playing it down a little bit and like he doesn't really know and hasn't really taken it seriously. But understandably, I mean, 
I think this is pretty new information. Yeah, and you can tell Miranda's like been on WebMD and is like, you've gotten a CAT scan, right. you've gotten a um, ultrasound, and she's he's like, well, he poked around a bit. We're gonna, you know, have a surgery. We'll see. It'll be fine. And I think also, um, it's important to note because it's been a week that. This is the episode immediately following Miranda's mom dying. Oh, yeah. And I think she's really, like, hyped up because of that. So she basically... That's a great point. I think that, yeah, because I think that's kind of what happens here is she, when he's not taking it super seriously, she kind of blows up at him. And she's like, will you stop saying that? It is a big deal. He, she goes, this isn't your crazy yellow toenail, Steve. This is cancer. Because he's kind of like... The longer you wait to find out what's going on, the longer we even sit here having this conversation, the more likely it is that the cancer will spread and that you'll die, which is where I think her mom is really... Miranda also was like, listen, I've written down some people for you. Like, I've used a fake name, you know. Oh, yeah. I asked around at my firm. This seems pretty... um, There are guys who I know who've dealt with it. And is like, Miranda, and she makes him cry, and now she's... But he cries, and she's like... Because, like, someone's yelling at you that you have cancer and that you're going to die. die. It's (laughs) like the opposite. So we got to to them all eating together for the first time, the four of them, this meal, and she's kind of crying, rehashing the whole thing about... Because she, of course, feels fucking terrible. She's like, I made him cry. I yelled at the cancer patient. And Carrie's like, you know what might help? A nice, relaxing weekend. In the, in, country. in the country with me and Aiden. And she's like, I'm being kidnapped. And they all say they can't. And Miranda's thing is she's like, Steve has cancer. So I'm going to stay in town and take care of him. Like he needs somebody. Especially because she now has to compensate for how guilty she feels. Right. And she asks Charlotte and Charlotte's going to the Orchid Show in Connecticut. And Samantha's like, fuck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. She tries to tell her it's like being in Paris and just going out to the country, you know. Or And Samantha's like going on about how her problem right now is that every time she finds a new guy on the weekend he asks her what she's doing next weekend which annoys her so much that she gets up and leaves because her whole point is that they don't understand that the next weekend is for finding a new guy to fuck has she never heard of casual sex i guess maybe the guys all just fall for her and because you you know once you found sex you like having why would you still have to go out and look the next weekend um, I don't know. <laughs> Thank you. I'm not, I'm not big on it myself. Mm, mm-hmm. Um, I wish I were better about it. I mean, I'm not particularly either. Yeah. It's we're not thing. super cash. No. Although I'd say that the situation I'm in right now you're is having, the best casual. You're casual. No stakes either way. And when it works, I'm like happy about it. That's great. But I think that's very rare. I'm like, I probably don't think I'll be in this easy of a situation in a casual. That we're both exactly on the same page, you know? It's yeah. like wild. Wow. But I'm like, Samantha, let's talk. Well, yeah. I'm just like, I'm, I'm so happy for Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, what's really helpful is that I don't want to be dating right now. Like I have a really, yeah. or to be like in a relationship. Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, I'm not worried that I am going to I fall into like, that. I honestly, like, don't have space for it. <laughs> I get that, too. Also, I'm, I'm like, busy so as busy. fuck. I'm, Ari, actually, was we were, because I'm staying in Brooklyn, and we were talking about, like, when there's you can concerts hang. and, like, when we could hang. And I was like, oh, I'm actually coming back to the city of babysitting. I'm teaching three yoga classes yeah, on Thursday. Yeah. I'm teaching, I'm working on Saturday. I'm I'm just like, oh. You have a million things. I'm doing so many different things. Truly. That I was like, I don't even have time to hang out with a no, friend. No, it takes time and effort and money. Money. I also have no money. Me either. <laughs> anyway, cool, cool, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Um, it's about us again. So Miranda makes some crack at Carrie about how she has to pretend to be someone else in a, to be in a relationship. Because and she's... And Carrie is like, no. It's about compromise. compromise. And I'm all like... But then Charlotte's like, listen, Trey loves golf. I'm taking golf lessons. Mm-hmm. Bunny loves orchids. I'm going to the orchid show. And it's like... She's trying to love Bunny because Trey loves Bunny. And so she's like really trying to make this work in all the ways. And Carrie is really trying to convince someone to come with her. Come with her. The place they're going to is called Suffer New York. Suffer which New is York. Very funny because so she they, is about to suffer. They roll up to Suffer New York, and it looks like a scene from the Blair Witch Project. It does. Very happy that Pete booked <laughs> the Pete, trip. I know. I feel so bad for that dog. Hopefully, he's treated really well and has his own trailer. You know. Um, 
He's and probably Carrie, dead. Carrie looks cute. It's she's in stilettos for literally no reason. Mm-hmm. Just anticipate, you know, like I know you want to wear stilettos, but you're gonna be miserable yeah, when you have leaves like stuck Carrie. to them. Carrie, you know what you're doing. Yeah. Come on, Carrie. You're making it harder for yourself. Like, of course, it's she's not setting be herself up to be miserable. Exactly, and it's sort of cute. It dates back to 1974. It's an old cabin. It is cute. I honestly would love this. Also, like that counter is so nice. And like, the there's light. some nice shit. The light's gorgeous. It he looks like beautiful redid outside. all this. Pl- I mean, like, it's amazing what Aiden can do. Aiden is the handiest of handymen. Super handy. He put in a water. He's wearing cooler a very outside. Fun no, pink, a water tower. Pink shirt. Yeah, his style is fascinating. Bizarre. Um, so Carrie is so, so unexcited to be here. She goes over to the kitchen. She puts her stuff down. Of course, she's carrying a bag that has a stag printed on it because she's got to have one accessory matching the surroundings. So there I was trapped in a cabin that was outdated even by civil war standards when I could be cocktailing and simple sailing. And simple then she gets, sailing. What did I say? Simple sail. Mm-hmm, which I like. A simple sail. And then she starts screaming she because there's a fucking squirrel. bloody murder. Also, for a girl who lives in New York with amongst the rats. She like, wasn't you are not afraid that. of the chickens on her right, roof. But the fucking squirrel. squirrel. And he goes, yeah, that's my squirrel. I've been sneaking little nuts out there and hoping he'd come make friends. And he did. We're just like, wow, what different people these two people are. Hey, squirrel friends. She says, <laughs> hey, squirrel friends. Really good. Um, and she's she's making fun of him. He like, and he's has trained this squirrel, which like if I were dating Aiden and he was like. I, I would be like, okay, Snow White, let's I'd go like, ha- fuck ha- yeah. have sex <laughs> in your cabin. And then he like does this weird caveman thing and picks her up and they have sex. But it is. But then and something he does in. um in the cabin is he goes to bed at like eight every night. I think cause he's outside working hard ostensibly, but he also does it this night when they first get there. <laughs> so Carrie's just like, I have nothing to do. And now bug bites. Um, she's drinking vodka, vodka Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, which is like, yes, girl. Why not? She finds Adapt to your surroundings. So this is not the same computer that Aiden got her. It's not, nor is it her old one. It's a different laptop. I wonder if that's a continuity thing or she just decided to get the black one. Right. It doesn't have the handle thing. He or, gave and it's her. not blue. Um, it, yeah, none of that's very funny because it's just not addressed at all. So Carrie's wondering how much compromise is too much before we basically stop become being, being ourselves. Mm-hmm. Which is like a great question. I would say that going to the cabin that your boyfriend has lovingly redone for a weekend to support him is not losing yourself. That is literally the definition of just like supporting your partner. Yeah. Lose yourself in the moment, the, the music, you know, that classic Eminem classic. song. So Samantha's having sex, blah, blah, blah. He's like, what are you doing next weekend? And she's like, boop, doop, boop. And she leaves and she throws a pillow at his face. Okay. So now Miranda invites Steve over for tea and sympathy and they get Chinese food and watch kung fu movies and he's like i thought you hated these movies and she's, and she's being really nice she's and like yeah i do but you don't and like offers him a spring roll and he gets up to leave and she's like what and he's like you don't offer other people spring rolls yeah. i'm lucky if i even get to look at a spring roll and you hate these movies you're being so weird like this isn't i wanted a friend not and she's like i felt really bad about our he says he's he's like basically like i don't want to be treated like a cancer patient which and she understandable. Was, and he was he's also like no, I needed you to be a bitch to me so I would go to a good doctor and he was like, you were right. It's, yeah, it sucked. And I and thank you for apologizing. But I needed that push. Like I've gone to the doctor now and I have all these things. And then they have a really sweet moment where Miranda's like, eat the damn egg roll. So she, he goes, give me that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I fucked it all up. Get out. This podcast so is just mine now. Bunny is like, I want a spinoff horror show about her because she is has the potential to be the creepiest like, like matron her. in a so she has a greenhouse with a bunch of orchids her babies are grown so the orchids are her babies now i hate it and and she gives um charlotte a gift a gift in anticipation of the great gift you're giving me and charlotte's like huh what gift is that even though she knows basically because she's like a grandchild my dear you mustn't be cross with trey for telling me She's wearing a hat that I would wear. He knows how anxious I am to have a wee McDougal to carry on the family name. The name McDougal. It's a good hat. My mom has that hat. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. So Carrie is like driven like forty-five minutes into the city, into a city, to get fast food. I think she had to go into Jersey 
and she's yeah, in she's Aiden's in truck and in much more appropriate clothes for where they're staying. I bet and she's still wearing a weird heel. I'm sure. And she had to get cell service. And she asks this for this very <laughs> famous moment where she's like, can I get a cheeseburger, a large fries and a cosmopolitan? And the voice back on the box is like, what? what? <laughs> so she doesn't get it. I had to drive to freaking New Jersey to get cell service. And apparently the only way to get anything to eat in the country is to make it yourself. Which like, I mean, she's in no mood for Bisquick. Let's remember Carrie, who's never used her kitchen Bradshaw. Ever. Um, Charlotte's like, I'm not even pregnant yet. And Bunny is here picking out names for my child. I and hate, she hate was like, it. Bunny won't even let me put shrimp in my omelet. And I was like, why do you want to put shrimp in your omelet? Yeah, that sounds disgusting. I love omelets and, and I, I love, love shrimp, shrimp. But I do not no. want shrimp in my omelet. Uh, 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 uh. It's gross. Also, why? Shrimp isn't raw. No. I thought you couldn't eat raw sh- fruit fish. No, shellfish are separate. I think they're some, you're not supposed to eat shellfish. I, I don't want to be pregnant. There are hard, you're, you can only eat like super hard cheeses, no soft cheeses. I'll be okay. Yeah, I love a hard cheese. I love a hard cheese. The more crystals, the better in that sharpness, you know. Oh, baby. Anyway. Carrie on the phone to Charlotte is like, I don't even know why I'm here. She's and been there for 12 hours. And Charlotte's like, well, you're there because you love him. So she's trying, and it's so her she goes in the outside mud. to help him carry something, and she keeps falling. She's this in must cute have been overalls. So fun to film. Yes, it's just a montage of Sarah Jessica Parker falling, just down falling in the, in, mud. The mud, in the mud, in the mud, in the mud. Do you think that Kim Cattrall uses this clip to pump herself up? <laughs> I hope she does. <laughs> she probably has a, a stash of like a dark disc. <laughs> yeah. So Carrie's gross. Also, at some point, she'd um, gone to take a shower earlier. She'd been desperate for a shower, and there wasn't one. And I'm like, you're being chill now. She cannot get up. There's no shower? There she goes. I don't remember exactly. There's something about a shower. Oh, this looks like they're about to have fun sex. Mm-hmm. And several showers to take. Okay, never mind. She's so go. she goes back to the city to ha- to shower and have a meeting with her editor, and it gets dinner with Big. I was like, you have no self-awareness. So they're friends, apparently. But also, it's ostensibly not I, – I mean, I don't know how long they've been back together. But you know it's serious enough that Aiden wanted you to not have any contact with him anymore. And you're lying to him, leaving his country house and going to have dinner with Big. And Carrie's, like, venting to Big about um, – The country. She's Aiden. being she's rude like, about Aiden. Oh, is it okay to talk to you about this? Because she's like, oh, but I just love him so much. And I – which is also weird manipulation games from the start. It's interesting because I actually understand this. Uh-huh, uh-huh. With I had a moment sem- where I like, well, it goes both ways. Right. Because one way is to do it. Well, one way. One way is to talk to your ex about a new relationship in a way that completely invalidates the relationship that you had with them. Motherfucker. And fun fact that will subsequently affect future relationships mm-hmm. that you may or may not have. Things I have uh-huh. learned. Strange. Another way to do it is to just talk to them like a person uh-huh. and not compare situations. Uh-huh. But like, I don't know. Who what am I? A love expert? <laughs> <laughs> Who am I? Anyway, so they have this weird conversation and, and then Carrie's like, it's can I talk to you about this? And Big's like, well, yeah, I'm going to tell you about my girlfriend. She's an actress. She's very famous and very obsessed with me. Did you see that spy girl movie? And Carrie's like, I do know she wears many wrong things on the red carpet. And she's a movie star. She's like very, very famous that like they're whispering about it. And Big sort of starts talking about how the sex is and whatever. And Carrie's like, oh, no, you know what? Oh, I found my line. That's, that's enough. It. Thank you. Which I, and then she was, he's sort of like, you know, I looked at her, Carrie, and I, I'm in love. And you can see that Carrie's eyes kind of glaze over. Yeah, she literally, it's, she can't do it. Which like, I totally understand. She also looks amazing. She's totally changed. She's wearing like smoky, smoky, smoky eye. Like, do you think that it's different for Carrie when she is like, because Carrie goes into this, presumably having the position of power because she's in the loving relationship. Right. And she's like sort of had this like in over terms of big the axe and game, she, you and, know, she's and, won that part. And yeah. like big has been like making an ass out of himself mm-hmm. in front of her in regards to like with, you know, Craig Bierko, the music man. Of course. Um, and now he also, and now it's sort of like power he has shifted. I think it gives her the confidence to be like, Oh, I can be friends with him whether she sees it or not because she has that power or it sets off a mind, uh, a nin- like a small grenade. I think maybe both. 
I think maybe both. And that's what levels the ground. And then she kind of comes crashing down. And she's walking off dinner. As I walked off my big dinner. And she looks. Clever, clever. Okay. This green skirt, I see it in here and this and this shot. And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. And then she turns around. Did you notice this? No. I, oh, it, yes. And it has a weird ruffle thing at the back of it. It's super, super And strange. she walks past a um, Like a poster. a poster for the spy movie. Willow Summers is the actress. And then there's a rat that walks in front of it. But that's, she doesn't sc- nearly scream as loud no. at the rat as she no. did at the squirrel. Yeah, the back of the skirt is so ugly. So weird. I initially, when I watched this, thought that maybe this scene was to imply that he had made it up and that the poster was just outside the restaurant. Oh, interesting. But I don't think that that's what's happening. I don't think so either. I don't think he'd be quite so bl- – I mean, he gets in – when he's telling her the story of, like, and getting into sex and stuff, yeah. it, he would be sociopathic to be making that up. So Carrie's like, I needed to do something. So she brings Samantha out with her to the country. And Samantha, of course, is like, motherfucker, this is nothing like you described. And Carrie is determined to make a pie. <laughs> the book with the, they're making succotash and the book is called Suffering Succotash. <laughs> <laughs> That's an amazing touch. <laughs> oh, kitty, don't, uh, oh, kitty. Oh, honey, don't kid yourself. It's a dump. Samantha's even more down on it than she is. Oh, kitty, don't hun yourself. <laughs> there it is. I love that. And Carrie's is being cute and supportive. She's like, he put the water heater in himself. Like, this stuff is impressive. And Aiden comes in. He's like, is it hot in here? Is it just me? Samantha's sitting there fanning herself with one of those little, like, (laughs) accessory fans. (laughs) Couldn't be any hotter in here. So she leans out the window and she sees a farmer she wants to fuck. And now it is hotter. He's wearing overalls, no shirt, and just one One undone. As if any real farmer would (laughs) be going around with his overalls hanging open. so ridiculous. And so he is hot, though. Samantha, like, undoes her shirt and, like, ties it. Ties it. Daisy Duke. Yeah, exactly. And goes out to fuck a farmer. Good honor. He is hot. Yoinka, yoinka, yoinka. Yoinka, yoinka, baby. It's been a minute from that, too. Because they've all been uggos. True. <laughs> Get the uggos out of here. Honey, if we're going to pick us a pie, we're, we're going to need, need us some, some milk. milk. <laughs> so ostensibly, Samantha goes out to get a cup of milk. Oh, look at the little, little coats. Also in heels. Oh, she puts, puts on a weird a hat. Bucket, hat. Top hat? Top hat. But like blue suede bucket top hat yeah she's like um milk <laughs> she really she really uh it is a pineapple for her. top hat wow it is no tropical bird no it's no, got there is a pineapple but there's something that's else also, too. like it drinks on it mm-hmm. it's really remarkable i want that hat <laughs> yeah we need matching ones and he's like oh yeah help yourself so then he teaches her we can probably fasty forward he teaches her how to fucking milk a cow which is of course weirdly sexual and she makes it look like it sort of looks like you're giving hand job right and it's basically like the milk squirts on her face like come yeah that's it it's pretty much the simplest jokes you could think of in a barn with two people about to fuck in a cow um and then they do fuck and that's and she because samantha goes something tells me i'll be very good at it because it looks like it right she's penis. but she's not nope but she makes me I, I don't know. What my, cow whole, is hard. my whole theory that's maybe Samantha's bad at sex. And that's why she can't sleep with the same man more than once. Fascinating. I love to debunk things. Oh, fascinating. And so Charlotte's like, Trey, Trey, come on, come on, come on. We got to fuck my eggs. It's time. And she goes into the oh. bathroom. She takes her shirt off and she goes into the bathroom. And the weirdest, like shivers, some Bates Motel shit. Yes. She is... Bunny is sitting next to the tub where a naked tray is soaping himself down. She's smoking a cigarette and they're just like talking. And Charlotte's and, and Charlotte disappears. Like, goes and, like is like angrily gardening and Trey's like, "What's wrong, babe?" And he's she's like, "What's wrong? Are you fucking kidding me?" That was gross. And you, I won't do that with our kids. You know, like you're a grown ass man. So he tells her this story about how like his mom didn't raise him. He had a bunch of nannies, and how at night she would come in and sit by his bath, and that's when they would talk to each other. Which like okay, still doesn't change the fact that it's super, super fucking weird. weird, and that Charlotte has married into a crazy ass McDougal family. Um, but then they fuck in the orchid garden because her, uh, body temperature is right and she's ovulating and then they ruin a bunch of plants, which I don't know how they do that, but apparently they do. These precious orchids, they ruin them. That's right. They like love to have kinky sex. Charlotte gets over it so fast too. She's like, my, my ovaries, I'm ovulating. And then they just immediately move on and fuck. Whoa. So Steve is in bed post 
Did he have a surgery? I don't. I think surgery. Maybe he has yeah. one ball now too. Wow, I didn't notice that. Um, and Miranda's there when he wakes up and is very sweet, and she's like, "I talked to the doctor." He says, "Oh yeah, he's very he? coherent." Yeah, for coming out of surgery. Yeah, he's he looks like he's not, but he's like speaking fully like he is. Yeah, he laughs. Um, and the nurse comes in and says, "Visiting hours are over." And also, Miranda's like, like "No, TBH, I don't think an, so. This is an outpatient procedure." Like, yeah, like he should he, he should have gone. He home. wouldn't have to stay. Like right. there are there wouldn't be a a visiting hours right moment. Um. So she basically like plays along that she's his wife slash girlfriend and stays. And, and they he, smile at each other because they're happy. Yeah. And he's so glad she's there. Mm-hmm. So young McDonald had Samantha moaning loudly. The Samantha <laughs> script. What, the way that she's only her body though. Yeah. Also, that doesn't look like good sex. No, it doesn't. The way that she's moving on him. I think filming fake sex is probably just for the way she's supposed to. And then he even asks her, what are you doing next weekend? And then she runs away. Run, runs Because she's away. a fucking child. Um, and the, Here's the thing. If she crust. was having bad sex with all these men, would they really want to see her next weekend? That's true. Carrie made the pie crust. And she's like, no, you don't understand. The only thing that I've ever successfully made in the kitchen is a mess and Which several little cute. fires. It is. It's cute. Great book. Little fires everywhere. It is. I just read it. Oh, really? I've torn through books and I want to talk to your brother about a couple of them that I loved. Yeah. Little fires everywhere. It's great. I haven't read it yet. I'm reading Lincoln and the Bardo, mm. but we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that. So Carrie turns around, oh, sees no. the squirrel and b- breaks the pie crust and puts the hot pan on her legs and is burned. And, and he's Aiden's like, like, are, are you okay? okay? And she's like, no, I'm not okay. I'm burned. and burned my legs and I, God, she kicks the it's like oven. like a little thing. I hate that squirrel. I hate this oven. I hate this cabin. I, she hates it. It really just opens the floodgates. But it's also like. Carrie's a fucking child. You haven't. They all are. You haven't even been here for a full 48 hours. You went back to the city. Like, dude. Your hair went from breath. curly to straight. I would be mad about the pain and the burning of my legs because that sucks. But. She's like, it really hurts. And he says, come on, jump up here. And he puts her on the counter and they have like sweet moment while he takes care of her. Um, ew, ew, ew. No, no. Oh. He takes ice right from the tea. <laughs> I guess at that point it's more important to. It's weirder that he put his hand in the tea, but. Both are weird. <laughs> yeah. Her legs are going to be so sticky now. Yeah. yeah. And it's very weirdly sexual. He's giving her a calf massage. And like rubbing ice on it, which also just Cat ice massages? directly on a burn never Our, feels great. I think they're like super weird. It Well, the muscle is so weird when you actually start like playing with it. I know. It can feel good though. There was a night on Birthright where like there were just like a weird group of people, like three couples, like a guy sitting or like one sitting behind the other, like like from behind giving calf massages Weird. it was like the day that everyone sort of coupled up and i remember just sitting on the other side of the room being like what is happening, what is happening? why are you all touching each other's calves <laughs> it's like all very sensual and we were just like very strange it's weird <laughs> it's weird they were all doing it aiden's basically like look the house will get better and she says, I can just come up on the weekends, which wasn't that the plan anyway. And he says, how about every other weekend? So he's conceding to her after she's a, been a huge whiny baby. And I bet they have sex. <clears throat> they make out her legs. Every other weekend. When she was just like, I hate this. And he's like, every other weekend? And she's like, yeah. Like one weekend a month, I think would have been fair. Right. Well, so what? Is he going to spend all his time up there all summer? Because that I'd understand. And they're just going to have sex right there? On the table. On the counter fun one slow train ride and two fast food apple pies later so carrie and samantha are back in the city on having mcdonald's apple pies why would anybody go to the trouble of making one at home when you can buy one that's so perfectly sized and uh, samantha still has hay on her hair which is funny souvenir samantha's like i'm never leaving the city ever again and then they get a taxi and they're very delighted by the amenities and easiness of everything and then she Samantha says, so you'll be back next weekend? And She's like, nope, not next weekend. And Samantha says, so when are you gonna go- going When are you going back? Carrie goes, you going to finish that pie? And in the end, of course, Aiden and I compromised. He spent money on air conditioning, and I spent enough time in Suffern to realize that city girls are just country girls with cuter outfits. It's not true. It's not true at all. There are some really fundamental differences. You are not a country girl. Carrie. Yeah. I was like... 
excuse me oh yeah oh no you have country girl in you thank you so so that's the episode that's it interesting we never i wonder if next episode will also be about cancer and if and when we will get an answer about why samantha was so fucking weird about miranda's mom's funeral well so i was talking to a friend of the pod anna uh-huh. about this because she was like she's her favorite expert. episode and she's i thought so didn't i say my motherboard myself one of one of her favorite Anna's favorite um she was saying that the moment where Miranda's walking in the aisle in the church and Samantha's crying and is sort of like, I'm sorry, is that moment. But I'm thinking of another moment. Like I have a like, scene like bl- emblazed in my head. So Where we'll see. Like a call or whatever that they, that Samantha. Sort of, something. Mm. Um, ploppability? P good. Well, it's just very not of our, it's, it's very 30s. Yeah, totally. Totally. Like I feel like the Steve plot is super ploppable, <coughs> obviously. Clearly, yeah. Um, the Samantha's a throwawayable. Throwaway. Charlotte always. is like a thir- a woman of someone trying to have a baby problem. Yeah, still and it's definitely still true. Like women doing, you know, we just like stuff. this aspect of Carrie is just like we're much more amenable and much yeah, more we're like very flexible. To we're very suffer through something for the suffering. sake of someone we love. Um, yeah, or but also you and I inherently wouldn't hate this experience. No, no, no. I enjoy a hike and a camp. Yeah, I would even while he'd be, I'd, I'd sit in the sun and read a book and drink coffee. You know, like I'd be fine. For yeah, I would have days. been like, oh, I don't have to deal with my phone. Yeah, okay, please, please. That's the other thing too. I'm sure um, she wouldn't have to drive 45 minutes to get a cell si- signal anymore. But I also there, there would probably be wi- maybe Wi-Fi. Mm-hmm. I also just like I love like cooking and stuff. Yeah, she wouldn't have to go back to the city to meet her editor. She could just Facetime him. You know, maybe. Well, she didn't meet her editor. She met her big. <laughs> Good point. Um, her big. So, yeah. I mean, like, poppable is not for us. Yeah, totally. But st- all, yeah, all works in 2018. Nothing super offensive this episode. No. Who did you resonate with? I resonated with Miranda. I get the feeling of, like, getting angry with other people because you feel like they aren't doing what's best for them. Mm-hmm. It's actually something I, I think I have a lot of. I jump to judgment really fast because as most people I think are, I just like, I have certain ways I would do things or think about things, you know, and then you see people not doing it that way. Maybe this is just me, but my first thought is like, you should do it this way. Yeah, no, I'm, <laughs> you know, and then sometimes when it's genuinely about well-being for your friends, you know, and they can't see, like, I just, I get that going over the top or just becoming emotional in mm-hmm. ways that aren't necessarily productive because you like care on that level, which I yeah. think Miranda does. Also, she's just gone through, like, a huge... Also, like, your brother isn't the only close proximity... A lot of people have had this. Yeah, yeah, but also just, like, difficult illness happening right now in our lives. And it's, like, just the way that people react and deal with it and support each other is... so different. Yeah. I mean, like, it was, like, really, I think, jarring for people not in my family to, like, see how, like, humor and, like self-deprecation mm-hmm. and like things like that sort of play a role in like how we deal with things but that's just I think it's such an essential part if you can you know yeah I mean Alex will talk more about this you know it was his experience but we had a moment where we were like where Celie wasn't able to be here and like it was like the day or two after oh, this is so funny and I was like we were sort of like is this the am I gonna have to I don't want to see your testicle. <laughs> but today might be the day. I was like, I was like, I'm prepared if I need to. You know, I will do it for the cause. But God, I hope I don't have to. And I didn't. So that was good. Do it for the vine, baby. Sure. Didn't have to. Didn't have to. Vine. R.E.P. Um, um, who did you resonate with? Miranda. Yeah. Yeah. Very much so, I imagine. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Um, It's funny. This episode was about like compromise but because of how ridiculous Carrie and Aiden are and and how throw away some of them that's the thing about it that I guess feels less ploppable to me mm-hmm. is like all of these plot lines could happen now but I feel like to fly on tv they'd have to be much more interesting and nuanced there's something like beautiful about this in the way it happens mm-hmm. you know and, and because it's what the show was yeah but like that's what sometimes doesn't feel ploppable and and that's the thing like Carrie and Aiden's uh, anyway whatever I was gonna ask you something Delta's up sees Delta's oh of course um my Delta up is that it is full summer it is still light outside and and I'm really loving it it's 8 p.m 
it is that it is I had a really nice weekend especially Saturday with you guys was like the best ever it was honestly like uh, a perfect 12 hours I can't wait to talk about it in my delta um (laughs) oh yeah I there's a lot of like good momentum happening in my life yeah Bridget's about to blow up <laughs> i'm about to be famous that's not She's it at about all to blow up just wait till you see my youtube video job <laughs> um she is ariana grande Shh, don't tell anyone that's right uh i just wanted to go back to normalcy for a few months you know and uh i my delta down is well you know what this is going to be a delta up also this weekend was a milestone in some ways, come, the weekend we're coming up to that I have been looking forward to for a very long time. And I hit June 1st and was like, it's super crazy that this has guided me for a long time. And it's super crazy that it does not matter anymore. So I'm having a weird kind of just like time collapsing in on itself moment. Not in a bad way. Just like, this is not what I thought would be happening right now. And it's that's a good thing all the way around. It's terrifying. Change is hard. And it's a good thing. Um, yeah. You? I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. <laughs> I had a, um, the other night, um, I had a d- dream about you being in LA. Uh-huh. Not any concept. Like, I don't remember more than that, except that you were there. And I woke up and I rolled over and my first instinct was to FaceTime you. Because <laughs> in the dream, I've been like, it's been so long since I've seen her up. And I was like... Okay, <laughs> good to know. That's Whoa. what's important to me. <laughs> wow, that's making me emotional. Yeah, me too. Um, so like because in my head you were in LA, mm-hmm. and I had a moment where I was like, "It's too early to Facetime her there." And then I was like, "Bridget, <laughs> we Reality. did Facetime after my birthday party. We did. I loved that on Saturday morning. It's a good. Um, uh, my Delta up is. I'm gonna just do like sort of two the first is just like how overwhelmed I am by like if they sort of go together just like how overwhelmed I am by like the wonderful people in my life yes it's nothing I feel that all the time nothing like a birthday to like bring out um the nice things that people say Mm -hmm. about to that and there was like a really strong through line in like the things that like my closest friends said to me Mm -hmm. that made it just like so exceptional and I feel just really grateful for that yeah um you deserve it our friend who has been in chicago surprised me at my party and it was, it was so so sweet. lovely i just like i'm very grateful for my friends and also like i've the, had that feeling a lot recently. and also yeah. just like i think like i've had a couple instances where i've been like reminded or pleasantly surprised by the people i've chosen to have in my life in a way that i'm like yes i'm i'm moving I'm towards good things mm-hmm. um can i say really fast i um was talking to my therapist the other day telling a story that literally involved brooke and friend <laughs> of the pod sam and my roommate ari who we love very dearly but like three of the most important people to me in the city but i was just telling this story just to like tell her the story and at the end of it she was like a can't believe you didn't do that thing and b keep your friends <laughs> even she knows how amazing you guys are um i don't sit down is just like my anxiety the past like couple like month I would say yeah has just been like inexplicably bad and I've mm-hmm. talked a little about about this if you follow me on Instagram which like whatever but um it's been just like it's new because I've never had it paired without depression so it's mm-hmm. just been like very very physical mm-hmm. manifestation of anxiety um yeah that's interesting it's very different it's very different for me especially um and Friday and I'm talking to my, my – I might be going back on an antidepressant just to, like, mm-hmm. settle it. I'm I'm going to talk to her tomorrow because once, once I get past it, I'm like, I don't need to. Right. But we're going to talk about it tomorrow. But um, Friday, I have – I honored my first day, real true day off in – Yes. Good. Like, at my birthday, but it was, like, very uh, – Yeah. Uh, like Busy I, anyway. I just, yeah. like, slept and I – Yes. It's been a long time since you've had a day like that. And I didn't move from this apartment until I had to go to dinner. Like, I just, like, watched a movie. Perfect. It was by myself. It was really good. Um, And the next day, it was the first day that I've, like, well, oh, yeah, I woke you up, woke up and said you and felt then, like yourself. And I went and I saw our friend Anna, and we just, like, sat by the water. And then I went with, to the park with Ari, and then Bridget met us, and we played board games. And I was just, like, it was a really, really wonderful day. I cried about trees. It was so gorgeous. Betrayal at the House on the Hill. 
Oh, it's a great board game. I knew you would like it, and I'm so glad you finally got to play. We're gonna. So there are like 50 scenarios. Yeah, that I want to play different more. Ways. Yeah, and I think some of them are more fun than others. But I didn't. I wish that we had picked like a more conventional one just for my first time. But we didn't pick it. But you know what I mean. Yeah, like it. Like that. There had the one we pulled was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, same. Um, we also got so far into it before yeah. the hunt began. You guys have to play this game. It's the fun. hunt begins. Um. Miss Miss Bridget. Yeah. How might I find you on social media? Well, you can find me on Twitter. Uh, truly just being a monster all the time. Uh, at Mrs. Burt Macklin. That's Burt Macklin, FBI's wife. Thank you very much. And you can find me on Instagram at BridgetM37. Brooke. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Brooke underscore Wiseman. Mm-hmm. And you can find me on Instagram at Brooke Wiseman. No underscore. And if you put an underscore, I will kill you and then clean it up. <laughs> and apparently I know how. So be careful. We'll use one of the easier methods. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and collectively we are at, at Splat, Splat Podcast. Podcast. Wherever podcasts are nope <laughs> yeah yeah sure wherever you are you know looking, looking at, at podcasts looking at on twitter on instagram yeah, the uh, facebook places. it's just splat the podcast if you still use facebook um, can you please do me a favor um as a retroactive birthday present for brooke please rate review subscribe yeah please do whatever you gotta do please reach out to us please oh also just like a really quick join our book i club. would say joint delta up would be the we went to the like housewarming for the new acast office oh it was amazing there they have like the coolest space way downtown yeah. we're gonna record there sometime it's just gonna for be fun. real fun it's gonna be really fun and they have a roof and oh it was great we loved it we loved dalton oh, brooke how's lincoln and the bardo oh it's good yeah it's weird like Is the it way it's to written read? yeah i kind of think i might want to listen to it but i don't know if i wouldn't be I'm able like, to process it I, it's weird because it's like just like excerpts from other uh-huh. so far like I don't know if that changes but I'm sort of like it's like weird because it's like not really a narrative no it's not I would I would read it okay I think. I've, I've heard it's kind of like poetry in in ways yes. yeah cool um I am reading a book called Circe right now but I have torn through four audiobooks in the last mm-hmm. I Little Fires Everywhere highly recommend a book called A Tale for the Time Being which was incredible mm-hmm. highly recommend um Oh, Station Eleven. Mm-hmm. I have that. Um, I think it's being optioned into a movie soon, which makes sense. But um, also very good and like a nice, easy summer read. Yeah. Like it's great. It's not an easy. It's not bubblegum, but it's I an need easy. something light. Yeah, that do that. It's definitely like. I mean, it's a it's post apocalyptic, but it's like an it's a fun read. Cool. Um, yeah, please rate, review, subscribe, send us some stars, send us some kind words, follow us on things. We love you guys. We really love you guys. Thank Um, you for listening to us and and putting up with all of our things. Yeah. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye.